0: Hey besties, welcome back to number 5 of the facilitator podcast and I'm your host Liv for those of you who don't know. Episode number 5, I cannot believe it. I am literally so happy and so excited for what's to come for this podcast. It just makes me so happy. But um, before we get into the interview, I wanted to just talk about a couple of things. First, I wanted to say, if you guys were wondering, I am still home (laughs) because We had um, a little COVID situation at my apartment. A couple of my roommates tested positive, so I ended up having to wait a little longer. And then I also um, participated in a forum this past weekend, so I was really busy doing that. Um, So this episode, or at least this part, um, I'm actually recording the day of... So, this is new for me. I don't normally record the intro to the podcast on the day that I post it but we're rolling with it. I'm really excited. Um, I interviewed my mom for this episode and it was super great because I just got to hear a lot about her experiences when she first moved to New York City. I honestly didn't know too much about those experiences. We don't normally talk about that stuff, so it was really interesting to delve into all of that. We also shared some stories from our vacations, she shared some stories from her childhood, and it was just a really nice conversation to have with her, so I'm really excited for you guys to hear about that. Um, Before I do, I thought it would be fun for me to continue answering some of the questions that you guys asked me on Instagram because I started to answer them in episode three, the solo episode, but I couldn't answer all of them. So I figured it might be fun for me to do that before we get into the interview. So let me just get up the questions really quick. Someone asked, what is your favorite food? And I feel like any way I answer this is going to sound super basic. So I'm just gonna say it. I think my favorite food is pizza. I can't lie. Um, yeah. I grew up in New Jersey, so I would say the pizza is significantly better than most places in the United States, um, other than New York, obviously. But yeah, so I kind of grew up with the best pizza and I actually now go to school in Pennsylvania. So you could imagine the culture shock when I realized that Pennsylvania just doesn't have any good pizza. No offense to my friends that live in Pennsylvania (laughs) or my listeners that live in Pennsylvania. But um, yeah, so I think that would be my favorite food. Um, And someone asked, who is your celebrity crush? hmm this is also gonna sound basic I feel like but I'm gonna say Tom Holland I just I I love him I love him as Spider-Man I can't even lie so yeah he's just he's so funny like it makes me laugh so much seeing the um I don't know if he does this for like for a reason like I don't know if this is a publicity stunt or whatever but he always somehow spoils something about whatever movie he's in and I just find that so funny like I've also heard that that might be a publicity stunt but I don't know I feel like it seems authentic when he does it because he's like oh my gosh I can't believe I did that (laughs) I just find that so funny um but yeah Tom Holland for sure and ooh, this one's an interesting one where do you see yourself in 10 years That is a good question, very good question, and, um, honestly, I don't know, I mean, in 10 years, I'll be 31, so, (laughs) um, that makes me want to cry a little bit, but I will hopefully be married and have kids by then, um, or at least getting close, I, I would hope, um, but, yeah, um, I honestly don't know career-wise what I will be doing because I don't even know what I want to do now so I can't say what I would want to do 10 years down the line but I guess um, one of my dreams has always been to just inspire people so whether that be through this podcast or through anything I I would just love to be able to give people um, the chances that they need to succeed in the world and whatever capacity that is. Um, I really enjoy doing criminal justice work because it's something that's really important to me ever since senior year of high school. I remember I took this class called true crime and it's with one of my favorite teachers ever. Um, but he showed us this video of the prisons. Like it was like this long 60 minute, I think it might've been like a 60 minutes type, um, special or whatever and it just showed the prisons the way that they live the way that they treat them and oh I just I couldn't I was like this is what I need to do I need to change this like this can't be how we are saying that we're rehabilitating like it just didn't make any sense to me I couldn't comprehend it so then this past summer I actually was an intern for a criminal justice organization that was trying to stop solitary confinement in Connecticut. And that was a really great opportunity for me because I got to see like Congress law, law type side of everything. And that was so crazy to me because I didn't realize how much the people really are involved in these laws being brought to, I mean, these bills being brought to Congress and then being put into a law. So it, yeah, it it was very eye-opening to me, seeing that, seeing how much our voices actually do matter in these situations, how much we do need to keep fighting and keep working for the people around us So yeah, um, I think that's, those are all the questions that I wanted to answer for now because I want to be able to get into this interview with my mom and I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. So with all of that being said, let's welcome my mom, Amy Wilkins to the podcast. She's the best. the first question that i want i just wanted to know what is one thing that you did this past week that was like just for you um just for me
1: i would say um hmm, cooking yeah <laughs> i would say cooking that's good yeah. <laughs> cooking
0: something healthy that was for me yeah yeah <laughs> after a long couple weeks of Holiday food. (laughs) Yes, right. (laughs) All right, so to start the interview, I kind of wanted to talk about your going to college and wanting to become a psychologist and what kind of made you transition into what you wanted to end up doing. So, I guess two things.
1: First, uh, I think I started to develop a real concern that. I was not going to be able to separate myself from the people that I was talking to and that I would actually like my empathy for whatever it was they were dealing with mm-hmm. would be so great that if they broke down, I'd do the same, yeah. I'd go right there, <laughs> them, right? Like I just didn't think I, I didn't think that I could do that. Yeah. Um, and there was something happening on, in parallel as I was, you know, taking all these psychology courses, I was taking a lot of art courses and um, there were a lot of advertising agencies that would come to Holy Cross, where I went to school, mm-hmm. to recruit. And right. so I started going to those and hearing about this field or this opportunity. And I thought mm-hmm. that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, I think I thought that it would be really fun to be a creative, which I am not. So I can appreciate <laughs> that, but I, that wasn't going to be my gift. So that was kind of what set me on that path.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's kind of a similar thing to me. That's what I realized after going to school that I don't think I would have been able to um, be a psychologist and separate myself from my clients (laughs) (laughs) because um, I'm very much of an empath. Yeah,
1: I think we might be similar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so when you transitioned into sales and marketing, like, how was that experience like? Like, what did you do to kind of find those experiences? Well, I, um, I did an
1: internship, um, at an advertising agency in the creative department, which is actually how I learned that that wouldn't be me, (laughs) (laughs) um, which was actually great. It was actually really good to be able to rule that out. Mm -hmm. Um, I used, I would take a bus from Worcester, Massachusetts into Boston. Wow. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. I could go to this internship a couple of days a week, and um, I loved it, and it was great that I learned that this isn't—that's not my gift, right? right? So. But what I did see was that you know I'd like to work at an advertising agency, Mm -hmm. and so I did a few things to get myself like in the right you know to be considered because I knew there was a lot of people going after these types of jobs. So I I actually got a they called me a freelancer, which was hilarious. (laughs) How can you be a freelancer? I'm not even in this field yet. Mm -hmm. But I did a freelance project at an advertising agency, and my job was and it took three weeks Mm -hmm. was to look through. um, This was back when magazines were heavily used by advertising you know for by clients okay. and um, I my job was to actually do a positioning report mm-hmm. I had to go through every single magazine and find the ad say where it was positioned oh, no. and like re- and produce a report mm-hmm. it took three weeks yeah um, and I would go in t- I would was living at home mm-hmm. in Chelmsford Massachusetts I would actually take the train in wow. to, yeah into Boston to do this work mm-hmm. um, and then I also took a, um, a course Right. So, like, there was a local advertising club, the advertising club, you know, of not New York, Boston, sorry. <laughs> um, this ad club of Boston mm-hmm. had a um, special program. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll do that too because that way when I go for jobs, they can see I'm really interested in this. Right.
0: So, you were talking about Boston and now you work in New York City. So, yeah. are most of those jobs based in cities, is that how that works? Or
1: Well, uh, right this minute, they're starting to spread out, aren't they? Because, you know, what happened during, and we're still in COVID, right? right? <laughs> um, but what happened is that, you know, some of these jobs moved remote. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's starting to evolve right as we speak, right, yeah. that like, it used to be that, yeah, you had to be in a major city, mm-hmm. you, had to, you had to go to work every day, physically go into that space. Right. Um, now you can go to work, um, you know, in your home office space. Yeah. Um, and so that's going to shift and change a lot of the ways that organizations are um, thinking about the space they need.
0: Right.
1: And, and because they're also realizing that, you know, like working in major cities is, is stressful yeah like the commute like if you don't live in the city um it's stressful if you live in the city it can be stressful right right? because you can't ever you know you can't necessarily get away from it um at the same time it's also you know kind of invigorating so it's like it's got both sides Um, to it but i think that companies are seeing right now that in order to keep employees happy and satisfied Mm -hmm. we have to actually think about that yeah like, how much time does somebody actually need to be in an office?
0: Yeah, especially because yeah. a lot of the work that you do is phone calls with people who aren't in the office. So, it's yeah, not...
1: it's like, yeah, it's like I think about even right now, like, mm-hmm. what what could it look like? Well, I could go into the city, go to my office, shut the door, so I could be on a call with yeah. somebody in Washington, D.C. Right. And it's like, what's that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's also a lot of money for the companies, too, to have mm-hmm. a space to yep. um, do that. And, yeah, I guess I wanted to talk a little more about your transition into New York City because Mm -hmm. you came from Massachusetts, so that's a big change uh, to be dealing with.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it it was. So I worked in Boston for two years Mm -hmm. at one of the top advertising agencies, and it was clear to me very early on that I was like, oh, my goodness, I don't think this is me, Mm -hmm. right, what I should be doing. And so the... One day, the media director for the agency there came into my office, and he shut the door. He said, I can't believe I'm going to say this to you, but there's a job here in in Boston Mm -hmm. um, in sales. Mm -hmm. And I think you should go for it. He goes, I don't know that you'll get it, Uh because you may not have the level of experience yet, but I I think you should go for it. So anyway, I got the bug to be in sales from that conversation, and Mm -hmm. I didn't get that job. And then um, I said to my boyfriend, now husband, (laughs) um, (laughs) that... I think I want to move to New York, mm-hmm. um, because if I'm going to really get into this, right. I that's the next place to go. Mm-hmm. So I went to New York for one week. Mm-hmm. I stayed with my friends who were living in the Bronx, and I did 19 informational interviews wow. in one week. I literally, like, I knew where yeah. I would hang out in, like, St. Patrick's Cathedral, Mm -hmm. in libraries, (laughs) like in between things, like, you know, um, I knew where all the hotels were and how to get to the bathrooms because I was like all (laughs) over the city. Yeah. Um, and it was clear to me after that week that I was going to have to move to New York. And unfortunately I wanted to move to New York in a sales role, but I was thinking I was going to have to move to New York, you know, at an agency. That's Mm -hmm. what I thought I was going to have to do, um, in media, which is what I was doing and what happened instead was i got back to boston and that week we had it's called the lantern club that was mm-hmm. the name of the the boston advertising club and they they had a special event and i had one of these one of these folks that i bought media from mm-hmm. they were hosting us at this lunch and mm-hmm. this woman asked me like well what do you really want to be doing and i said well, i want to get into sales and she said well come come to new york we right. have something yeah. that's a pathway to sales so i literally went back to New York mm-hmm. with my mom. Yeah. She drove me. <laughs> drove me to the interview. Came in and waited. It was hysterical. <laughs> they must have thought, "Who is this small town girl?" Um and they um they offered me the job. And wow. so I I went there literally. I was almost I was almost at that advertising agency 2 years to the day and I moved to New York. Mm-hmm. Lived with my friends in the Bronx for a couple of months. I immediately on honestly it was a pretty big shift Uh because my first week (laughs) on the job I threw up every day oh no no seriously (laughs) I did I was, I literally got myself dehydrated. I was like, it was a shock to the system. Like, what did mm-hmm. I do? Where am I? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, that's what happened. Completely different. That is what happened. And I ended up get, being able to, like, literally, I drove myself back to Boston mm-hmm. so I could, you know, be with Oliver. Yeah. And he had to take me to the emergency room.
0: Wow. But yeah.
1: They had to feed me intravenously because I was dehydrated, you know, because I'd been vomiting so much. Oh. So, um, finally when I got back, I was like in better shape, mm-hmm. Mm. yeah, that was like, that was actually what it looked like to start in New York yeah. City. Um, but and that kind of got me into
0: sales. Mm. That job got me into advertising sales. So you you mentioned the story about your mom driving you to the interview. She always talks about that story. She thinks it's so fun. <laughs> I know. <It laughs> she was got fun. to do that. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. Anyway, so you... We're in New York City, and then you had that experience that week. And then after that, you kind of had to figure out how to work around the city, where, where you were supposed to go, things like that. So I guess yeah. maybe you could talk a little bit more about how you figured out just the city life in yeah. general.
1: Yeah, I would say oh. cities on a grid. Mm-hmm. This is helpful. <laughs> so um, although the one thing that I was told early on was it doesn't matter. If you know where you're going, look like you do. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it took me a while before I could actually walk out of a building that mm-hmm. I just walked into right. and realize, am I heading north or south? <laughs> or am I heading east or west? Yeah. Like, But at least that's all you had to figure out because yeah. the city's on a grid. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're in like way downtown or, you know, other parts of the city. Right. But in midtown, it's a grid. Yeah. So, um, so I figured it out pretty fast it's weird you all of a sudden you're like whoa I kind of know where I am and it's kind of and I'm not gonna lie I think it was exciting the first time I walked out of a building and knew which way to go I'm (laughs) "I'm going the right way you know um but I remember you know um, Oliver would be saying to me now make sure you don't look at people Mm -hmm. and I remember thinking that's just
0: sad
1: Mm -hmm. I can't look at people he's like don't do not look at people Mm -hmm. and uh, I'll never forget the day I think I'd been in the city. Been working in the city maybe a little less than two years, mm-hmm. and I called him and I said, You're not gonna believe this. I walked right by somebody I knew. <laughs> Like like this is something to celebrate. Yeah. The guy you know, this guy came into the office that morning and says, Amy, I was calling your name. I like was right in front of your face and I'm like you couldn't even see me. I said, like, Listen, I, I, I was told not to look at anyone. <laughs> like, so I need to like know where I'm going and you were not part of that. So <laughs> But uh yeah, I was like pretty proud of that. Yeah. Um yeah, so it's it didn't you know, it didn't take as long as I thought it would. It took a while for me to actually consider Like, where I was living, though, home. Because when people Mm -hmm. would say, where do you live? Like, where's home? Right. Home was like Massachusetts. Yeah. And I think it was like at least three years Mm -hmm. before when somebody says, where's home? I would say New Jersey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So you started living in the Bronx for the first couple of months, mm-hmm. and then you moved to Jersey, yep. Jersey, Jersey City. City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I remember this one story that my dad talks about when you had like a rat in your <laughs> oh, apartment. Oh. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, he said that one day he was he woke up. And he hears, like, rustling down by his by the floor. And he opens his eyes, and there's, like, a rat that's probably, like, oh, what, a foot and a it half? Like like a cat. I mean, it was, yes. Yeah. 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 And with the tail, like, half oh. of its body, like. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. What did you do with that? How did you get that? That freaked us out
1: well they had been doing some work like this is what happens Mm -hmm. in cities right they start doing work and and you know sort of like disturbs Mm -hmm. habitats and so this rat found its way in right (laughs) um and uh, they, ended, we, they ended up getting a, an exterminator to come in. Mm-hmm. And oh. I remember that year, we had had this massive snowstorm in April. It was like uh, this crazy, wow. crazy like two foot of snow. Oh my when the snow was gone, when it finally melted, we found this carcass oh no out on the, yeah it was like out on the curb i was like oh that's so that's it that's the one cuz we never saw it after the exterminator came it was gone so i don't know how it made it way right. out but it somehow got out the, oh. it was oh that was awful i just i i was like i didn't want to step on the floor yeah. I was like but i was like safe on the bed like what i mean
0: really no this was not good. i remember this one time in in maine we go to Maine every summer on vacation or we used to go to Maine every summer. And this one time we were like, we rented a house and I remember, like you were said, I think there's mouse droppings on the floor in the kitchen, yeah. and I was like, oh gosh. And so after that, I was like, I don't even know where to sleep. Like yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, am I have to sleep outside, like <laughs> where the mice live? Yeah, real mice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. No. My-
1: well, listen. It- Trust me. After you see a rat, you, I could, guess you, so. you could actually live with a, a mouse. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's you, true. you, you <laughs> really. Like, oh, could. it's yeah. tiny. <laughs> I mean, I used to see when I was in Boston because I used to I used to live in I lived in Brighton and I used to walk. Mm-hmm. I used to park my car over by MIT and then cross over by Fenway, mm-hmm. and then come up Commonwealth Avenue, mm-hmm. in, early in the morning. Yeah, but yeah. Ugh. Yeah, oh, the garbage goodness. would be there, and the, oh, I would. No. It was like, oh, <laughs> I it was the first time I'd ever seen
0: one. Really. Yeah, that was the first time I ever saw one. I just <laughs> didn't want one in my house. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, and I remember this other story. You don't like rodents in general, right? Like no. Rodents. I am not a rodent person. I remember at one time I was coming upstairs. You were coming to pick me up from a play date. I think I was, like, probably eight or something. And I had a hamster in my hands <sighs> because, like, my friend had a hamster. And you were like, ah! <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, we're never going to get a, a hamster, a gerbil,
0: a whatever those things. No. That's not happening. No. That's funny. Uh-huh. Is it because of your experience with that rat or just in general? You no, know? I, they just, they freak me out. Is it so small? It's what is it? I
1: don't, it's like, (laughs) I I don't know. It's like a rodent. I don't
0: know. I I know. It's funny because I grew up so close to the city, but I still, every time I see a rat, I like scream and I like, I hate it. Like one time we were driving in the car and he was like, um, he was like, oh, look, a rat. And I was like, ah. And we were in the car. Like, there's no way it would have ever, like, came anywhere close to me. <laughs> I guess I get it from you. Mm, maybe. Yeah. But I can handle hamsters and things like yeah. that. I think okay. they're cute. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can't really hold them anymore, though. It's like, nice to look at. Oh, okay. Well, then you wouldn't want to get one. No, personally. no. Yes, yeah, exactly. right, right. <laughs> I used to be able to hold them. Right. <laughs> the people I used to babysit for, they just got a hamster this past year when I was babysitting them. And, oh gosh, it was so loud. Like, loud? I, yeah, the, the the wheel. Oh, the wheel. And just like the way it would just chew things. I remember I was upstairs like putting the um, daughter to bed and I was like hearing noises and I was like, right. what is that? Like, there's <laughs> someone in the house. And then I was like, "Uh, okay, whatever. And then I went downstairs, and I was, like, sitting on the couch, and then I heard the noise. I was like, oh, yep, it's the hamster. But it was so loud. That house is pretty big, and I could hear it from all the way upstairs, like, behind a closed door and everything. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And um, when the family came home, the – Mom was like, that thing's loud, right? (laughs) And I was like, yep. She was like, yeah, try it when we were trying to go to bed (laughs) in the middle of the night. (laughs) I thought that was funny. That is funny. (laughs) Um, Um, What else can we talk about? Maybe um, we could talk about some of your. Actually, no, no. This is fun because you used to go on road trips a lot with your family, mm -hmm. like everywhere. Mm -hmm. And, um, the other night we were actually talking about there's only two states that you haven't been to yeah alaska and what was the other one mississippi so mississippi <laughs> right yeah. um so maybe you could just talk a little bit about those experiences like getting to travel with your family
1: yeah yeah we um we started camping and it was like it, we had a uh, one of those pop up trailers, mm-hmm. so it was like one of those little yeah. compact things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be the five of us: so my my mom and dad, and my brother and sister, and me. Um, no seat belts, no air conditioning, and mm-hmm. a station wagon. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we would take turns in what we called the way way back, uh-huh. right? Again, just lying there, <laughs> nothing. Um, and we would travel. You know different places, so mm-hmm. we like we went all the way to Yellowstone National Park. Yeah, that was like so incredible. What was so incredible about that trip is we went there the summer before I had Earth Science oh, as an actual uh-huh. class, and I remember thinking none of these kids get what I got. Yeah, when we start talking about right. you know like geysers and hot springs yeah. and like because I saw it. Yeah, right. Um, and it was just that's not what anybody else got mm-hmm. yeah. and so it was crazy you know that's like like awesome. being able to like have a snowball fight in the mm-hmm. middle of the summer oh yeah you know <laughs> that, like another, that was yeah that that's was just... another
0: thing that um, my grandma always talks about yeah um, that snowball fight this yeah. past summer we actually um, uncovered a bunch of slides from when my parents were younger my mom was younger than my parents. when your grandma yeah. <laughs> yeah and my grandparents were yeah. younger as well but um there's this one picture that my grandma always shows everyone and it's this picture of them um, having a snowball fight, and it's just, it's a really yeah. cute photo, it's really um, but yeah. she loves talking about that, yeah. too. <laughs> she does,
1: yeah, so we would, um, you know, we went to Florida, we went to mm-hmm. Prince Edward Island, yeah. and, um, you know, other parts of Canada, mm-hmm. you know, we did Philly, D.C., you know, just, like, all over. Um, Was
0: it helpful to have seen all of those different types of things and different ways of life, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it
1: definitely was. I mean, and of course, we were living it very simply, right? Right. Because we're in a pop-up trailer, Mm -hmm. right? So, you know, we would get to the campgrounds, and my first job was going to check the facilities (laughs) because I wanted to be certain that there was running water (laughs) and a hot shower and a bathroom. (laughs) I... Latrine. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that only happened a couple of times, but I'm telling you, that was my first job. Um, okay. And uh, my brother would help set up the trailer with my dad, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we would get ourselves yeah. situated. Yeah. But that was fun. That was yeah. really fun. We used to sing. <laughs> I'm We're sure. Singing, like, <laughs> yeah, we would
0: sing like you know, the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's similar to when we would go to Maine. <laughs> I would be singing the entire way. <laughs> yeah.
1: And the funniest thing too is we would um, I remember the, on the on the trip to Yellowstone we um, every time we stopped, my sister and I did cartwheels all the way to the bathroom. Right. And one time my brother tried to do it oh. and it was so funny <laughs> that we fell down oh, yeah. peed our pants. We were laughing so hard <laughs> that and, and of course my mother was like half like so mad, so mad because now and course, you guys were like, we can't what? stay
0: in these clothes. You guys were way too old oh, to have. Yeah, there's not, no right? like we
1: shouldn't be peeing our pants, but it was like I it couldn't help it. It was so funny. And um so we ended, she ended up giving us clothes, and I'm like wearing my, you know, brother's underwear, yeah. and like it was like anything she could find because she was like, we can't open up this trailer right. to get you your clothes. Like, oh God. Yeah, that was embarrassing.
0: <laughs> And then you had to um when you got to your destination um you she had to tell the um the people working there that you needed Oh well, no that to was different. The, oh no that was a different time. Oh yeah. Please
1: <laughs> please I, you know everybody in their lifetime should at least laugh twice till they pee their <laughs> pants. So that was when I was younger when we were camping. No this time that we were also I think laughing at Skip. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe he was laughing with us too. But we went. Um, no, we were at a uh, up in Vermont. Oh yeah. And we were at this great inn that my parents found years ago. And we were cross country skiing. And mm-hmm. so I was out with my sister and my brother. And I I, I can't actually. I don't know what we were laughing about. <laughs> I really don't. But it was. We were laughing so hard. We were crying mm-hmm. and peeing. Yeah. yeah. So then we got back into the the inn, and we were grown people. Yeah. <laughs> These are grown, <laughs> grown people here. So, and we literally had to wash our clothes. I mean, it was that was embarrassing. Yeah. So now I've shared two of those stories. <laughs> That's <Yes>. horrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh,
0: um, transitioning into more of the present. Um, well actually not the present but the recent past <laughs> um my grandparents they had a trailer in maine that we would go to visit every summer um and that was a really great great experience i love doing that because we got to see my c- i got to see my cousins and obviously my grandparents because they would stay there yeah. for like the entire summer yeah. um when they had the trailer at first and then as um time went on they kind of had to um reduce the amount of time that they stay spent there um and then they ended up having to sell it but before that it was awesome it was an awesome experience to get to um have with my cousins also because that was somewhere yeah. that m- my mom enjoyed to uh, to go to as well so that was cool to get to see you guys yeah. um have fun there too it was fun mm-hmm. yeah I loved I loved that opportunity
1: and it was you know for me it was like that concentrated amount of time to get to be with my sister yeah. and you know my nieces and nephews mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah it was
0: fun yeah it's great yeah um, we have this we have a couple like staple things that we always have to do there um, when we go um, there's this ice cream place called Big Daddy's that we have to go to at least once or maybe twice, <laughs> and um, then there's this candy store. Can't remember what it's called. The candy? It might be called the candy, candy? store. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it might be like the Candyman or something like that. Okay, maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah, it could be that. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, there were just a couple of things, the staple things. Oh, and then um, you'd always have to get lobster, of course, because when you go to Maine, you have to get lobster. That's Even true. though for a while, I didn't like lobster. I, I didn't like a lot of things for a while. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were just trying to make my life <laughs> hard. Yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> it's all about me. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, But yeah, um, unless you have anything else to say the final words um no i'm just like this was fun yeah (laughs) thanks (laughs) for asking me of Of course (laughs) yeah i wanted to talk to you also because i just love the way that you like decided to transition into um sales and you like because you knew what you wanted to do and then you didn't stop until you got it so yeah. that's just really inspiring to me so oh. i want to share that well, with everyone you. <laughs> sunny you're welcome yeah. but all right thank all right. you all right <laughs> you're welcome All right, besties, it is the end of episode five of the Facilitator Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to the conversation that I had with my mom. I really loved recording it because we always have great conversations and I love to laugh with her. So that was a lot of fun. Um, Looking ahead to next week, you can look forward to the conversation that I had with my dad. Um, I already recorded that episode. So. I already know that it's going to be super funny, so you are going to want to check that one out. Um, But yeah, I was really happy to speak to my mom, and I hope you guys enjoyed. Actually, before I go, I just wanted to mention that if you guys are liking this podcast, if you guys aren't liking this podcast, please, please, please leave a review. If you have a bad review, if you have a good review, I would prefer a good, good review, obviously. But I do want some constructive criticism. If you guys have any, please don't hesitate to let me know because I wanna make this podcast as good as it can be for you guys. So, all right, I love you guys. Bye besties.